This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Dot com slash yanks. Today is September 12th, and the Yankees have finished a doubleheader. They finished three sluggish games in Detroit, and there was a lot of injuries and a lot of wins and a lot of sloppiness. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you for clicking play and hearing what we have to say about these three games in the Motor City, Detroit, USA, capital of cars and Jake's face. My name is John Boy, and I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I got my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver, wearing a, oh, you wearing a female track penny with a uh, Halloween mask of an ugly dude. Okay. Well, a couple things there, Jim. Hello. Hello. Um, sluggish in Detroit. That was tough. Um, but I'll, I'll move past that and I'll move on to, uh, this is an any gender track Jersey, but Um, mostly go on, but I'm asking about mostly it's women. I mean, men's, I was on the men's track team, Oh, okay. Um, but you know, gender 2019, uh, I mean, I was on uh, the men's, I was on the boys baseball team. I had, I had softball, women's softball pants. So, right. But you you were the only one that was just an outlier. Now we're being mean. Open no, the show up with I, me. I said only. I've said nothing but facts. You've said multiple lies already. So I'm just saying, let's tighten it up. Okay. Kind of control the zone. You know, be a, be a little more savage. I'm also not wearing an ugly Halloween mask. Just my regular face. So oh, we, damn. We've already, we've already cleared up a lot. That wasn't a lie. It was a guess. Well, I mean, you said if you say a guess confidently, then it becomes a lie. Okay, this one's brought to you by Francis Baudin. Baudouin. Baudouin. It's a French name. Some French name. Baudouin. Baudouin. Thanks, Francis. We're all over it. Frankie Bows. I like that. William Goodwin. Willie Goodwins. Billy Good. Billy Good. Wow, that's cool. Congrats on that, William. Connor, two N's, two O's. Andrew Sender. Sender, bruh. And Traven Handley. Reminds me of Hansy, which reminds me of Jake in uh, middle school band. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to say the middle school band part. (laughs) You could have just said Jake. I'm a pretty Hansy fella. 
Yeah. Those are our most recent Patreon supporters, and we appreciate them greatly. If you want to support us, go to TalkingYanks or Patreon.com slash TalkingYanks. $2 a month. You get a chance to win a jersey uh, by raffle, by contest, and you get a chance to have early access to our events and talk live with us in the chat. We got Jarv. We got Triton. We got Carl, who's despair right now. So if you want uh, us to butcher your names at the top of the show next episode and you want to support what we're doing here, go hit up that. We appreciate you. Jake, how are you doing? What's your mindset at? James, I'm doing well. I I told you coming into this series, you would ask me, like, if we lose a game, am I going to be disappointed? And I was like, no. Uh, the game we did end up losing was sucky, but we, we came in today. We took care of what we had to take care of. It still is an MLB road trip. Uh, the game we lost sucked um, for multiple reasons that we'll talk about later, but it is what it is. Um, riding high off of today, you and I are both in a, in a little over the top silly mood. I'm sure that's going to leak out throughout. Um, but I'm, I'm doing well, man. The, uh, I, I mean, the injuries thing is, I don't know if surreal is the right word or just dumb or bad or whatever. That's, it's, it's like, I'm numb to it. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's, I can't, I, it's ridiculous. I, uh, we we it, think it, we're reaching new levels, and then we just climb and climb every time. It was funny. I I had this thought process, and I was like, I wonder, because, you know, Twitter gets trendy. Literally, things trend. Uh, welcome. Hi, I'm Jake. Um, and I was wondering, I was like, when is the playoff roster discussion going to start? Because I knew with Sevy and G coming back. I did and it I literally. I opened it up, and you had tweeted it three minutes earlier, your playoff lineup, because I didn't know if you were going to be the trend setter or if you were going to let the trend happen and be like, guys, we got to wait. Um, oh, some other I people ju- were doing it already, but I, I figured, I ju- yeah. I, I just thought uh, it, it was so funny that, like, that baseball reared its ugly head. It wasn't not in a curse, fake curse way or anything like that, but that playoff roster is going to change probably a dozen times between now and the end of the season at this point, just with who's healthy, who's not, and who who knows what other stuff may come up, who who starts playing incredible, who doesn't. Um, the, one I so, tweeted, yeah, I mean, the one I tweeted today, I stand by it. Okay. Gary and Edwin are, will be back. Well, you, I mean, you have, what, 28 guys on there? You got a couple slashies. Oh, yeah, but I don't care about them. I'd take, that's what like. You, what about Happer, though? I have him on there. I don't have him as a slash. Right. But you, so you feel confident about his injury too? Oh, so Hap, they plan to send him to New York before he even right. started today. He can pitch through whatever it is with no problems. They just wanted to be able to identify what it is. They say he's going to make his next start. Yeah. So I don't have that. I mean, Boone was basically like, it's not, it's, it's not anything. It's just like, hey, it's, what's going it's on? It's the old something, nothing. Um, yeah, if we want to crank it out real quick, Edwin uh, is oblique, which is never good. How are you but, doing? I'm not ready to crank. No, we gotta get going. We're get uh, spiritual with me. We're we're going. We gotta, who's we're, your god? Who's my god? Yeah. Man, that's tough. All right, we could do the injuries then. My mom. Okay. It's weird. Who's your God? Your mom. 
That's weird. Yeah, a little bit. Given all the history. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Now who's being rude to who? I mean, let's talk about it. Let's air it all out here. No, my mom listens to the show. I'm not going to embarrass her with your wild tales of, of, of debauchery. Jeez. Well, if anyone wants to, at John Boy, at Talking Jake. Anyway, Hap's fine. Don't, and it's not really an issue if he's not. Anyway, I don't think he's getting the ball in the front end of a close game or the front end of a game. Anyway, right. Edwin, he, Edwin tweaked his oblique, took two more at bats, and hit a home yep. run in one of them. In one of them, yes. And then they said that you know when he was he could swing just fine, but when he was coughing, he was feeling something. Yeah. So they asked Boone, like, well, do you compare it to uh, judges? And he was like, no. I was like, judge no. was disabled. <laughs> he was like, judges was bad. <laughs> so I think they're being very precautious with that one. It seems like they had a clear rule coming into this trip. If anyone gets nicked up, they come back to New York. Like, end of story. Yeah. And then Gary's is bad. It's an actual injury if there was a... If it wasn't September, he would go on the 10-day DL. But I think IL, but I think he'll come back in time. I don't think I think it'll be like a 10-dayer. And I think that if it is a grade 1, I think he'll play through it. Like Stanton played 2 months through a grade 1 hamstring uh strain all last right. September. Um and then what kind of Gary do we get there, but it's still better right. than Romine every day probably. Probably it. De- it. I mean, it actually it depends on the injury. Gary had injury with his groin earlier this year. Um, it'll be interesting to see what it comes back as. as. Again, like he was out there, he tried to steal a base. Um, a lot of people were pointing to that, but I I don't know. So it's. I mean, that was it could it. just. It it could just be it. It got tied on him, and again, we're on this mode where, <laughs> there, you know, there was guys heading back on a flight to New York pretty much anyways. Um, and that's why we've got the other catchers too. Um, or I mean, Gary, it could be like a, a two week injury, which would have him questionable for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, there's what 16 games. So if it's two weeks, he can still come back, get some at bats. And well, if it's, if it's two weeks, I mean, he can't get like a ton of at bats. That's what I'm saying. That's fine. He did that. Remember when they brought him back the same in the same fashion on the West Coast trip and the first two games were terrible and then he went off right away? So there's history there. We'll see. Um, I'm not as worried as everyone else is. But I'm an optimist. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you get tough on the injuries. Like if we talk about Dellen, you had him in the Hicks bucket last time. I told you not to. He's going to make one more rehab and then they're saying he's going to join the team. You're exaggerating what I said about Dylan. You were putting him in the bucket. You said you had Hicks in a bucket, and then you were going to put Dylan in that bucket. Yeah, I'm not confident that Dylan's going to come back and be Dylan. Okay. I'm more confident Sevy's going to come back and be good. Okay. I think Dylan, if he comes back, we're going to be like, what is this? Yeah, I think he's there's... throwing 94. Right, and there's his history with April that he builds up a little bit. So what does he build up to? And that probably depends on the Yankees' run. Kind of similar to Seve to a degree. I mean, Dellen's not going to have the time to claim his eighth-inning role, but he'll be – I think if Dellen's back, I'm expecting Dellen 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He'd have to start getting ramping up the velo pretty quick, yeah. which doesn't seem likely. Jordan Montgomery is going to start next series. That's kind of exciting for me. Sunday, yeah. I'm excited to see what Monty. I'm not. I don't have big expectations of Monty either, but I'm excited to see him pitch again and happy for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you want to get into uh, the burns of this game? Burn one. You're going to be wild. I think so. Uh, the burns got weird. I'll be honest. I uh, no other way to say it, but the burns got weird. Well, weird burns are brought to you by a bunch of weird shirts. Fun all around. The Roosevelts, they got fun. I mean, I say weird in, in the most positive way because they're different. Right. They're unique. They got like, I have one that's got all the Yankees bobbleheads on there. Jake's got one that's called Grandma's Couch. Maybe. But, I don't know. I think it was called, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it soon. You have Miami Vice and Grandma's Couch, I believe. Okay. And then your third one was one from the movie Major League. Right. I have Yankees bobbleheads. Some like desert one, and then one from the movie Major Leagues. They're pretty cool. They're pretty comfortable. Conversation starters. Uh, Roosevelt's reached out to us and was like, we want to work with you real bad. We love what you guys are doing. Because I made the video of the Yankees wearing their shirts, the Savages shirts, on the plane. And they loved it. People are collecting them. That's how popular they are. So go to rsvlts.com slash johnboy. rsvlts.com slash johnboy. And use discount code johnboy for... 20% off. Good good Saturday day drinking shirt. Yeah, it's a fun shirt. Yeah. All right. Let's burn it up, Jakey boy. On your mark. Get set. And burn. Nestor the Molester Jr. and his army of misfit bullpen toys versus Edwin Michael Jackson as we get ready for a thriller in Detroit, Rock City. Here's the deal, folks. Yanks score a touchdown, miss the extra point. 6-0 G-Men, okay? Lions rally back. We're locked up at Sace. This game had more ups and downs than Kate Upton on a trampoline, all right? As we gave up, left a chance for the Tigers, which means there was no chance left for us. It was game over. Yanks lose this one 12-11. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's so mad. Fucking, we need to go after home field advantage. We need to attack home field advantage. Enough of these rest days. What are they even resting guys for? Oh, you think people are going to get hurt just from playing too much? Oh. Well, I'd love to see what happened the next couple days. I'd love Jim, to you got to calm down, man. I, love, I, I, don't know. I think you got to think a little more level-headed than that. I, I'd love to see what happens the next couple days. Yep. Like I've said many times, my personal opinion, I'd rather go into the playoff strong than limp in with injuries. I'd rather go into playoff strong without home field advantage than go in limping with home field advantage. And now we're going in limping no matter what. But uh, if you don't understand the punt days, then I don't understand your brain. Yeah. Uh, what What's Boone doing? Why is he going to Louisiana in a tight game? And it also it also upsets me because it shows a lack of faith in the Yankees. Like we can only win if we have home field advantage. Why? It's like the same thing when people were scared of the Red Sox. Like, just trust the team. Just have faith well, in the guys. That's kind of the crutch from 2017. Like we went into that series with Houston, and they had home field, and we lost there in Game Seven. So people are living in fear of that, which I, can be partially fair, I think. 
If you I mean, want to win the World Series, the you got to win a game on the road. Unless you have home field advantage. Very rarely. Houston's an exception to the rule. Right. The rule is if you want to win the World Series, you better be able to go into someone else's building and win. And if the Yankees can't do that, and if you think they can't do that, then you don't think they have a chance to win the World Series, which sucks because they do. Right. So whatever. Yeah. I chance mean, Adams okay is if you so want bad, home Jay. field advantage. I want it. Right. But I don't want it at the expense of running our bullpen into the ground like they're Scott Proctor and Flash Gordon. Right. So if Chance Adams has to pitch next innings against the Tigers, that's what has to happen. Is that an automatic loss? Yeah. Is it funny that it's so automatic? Yeah. Is Chance yeah. Adams so bad? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Chance Adams is bad, Jake. He's so bad. He's, uh, he's, he's, I don't know if laughably bad is the word, but, uh. No, it's laugh. That was funny because, dude, he doesn't have any good pitches. And he's you, got one good curveball an inning. But Come you, on. but it's funny that you can see his pitches and right. be like, this dude's got nothing. Right. Even Hap, like his fastball sometimes has a zip and he's like right. putting it right where he wants it. And you're like, okay, that, I see that works. Chance got nothing. But I digress. Nestor's also, he's, he's in a, a bucket of bad. Yeah, I mean, we went Nestor to Sessa to Guerin to Luizaga to Dull to Adovino, Britain, and Chance. Um, yeah, man, I mean, it, it's, it's just a bummer. Because, Jim, I, I guess and part of the concept, which could be fair to be confused about, is, okay, if this is a punt day and you look at it at the end of the day, I mean, it sucks that Adovino in Britain came into this game because that means you decided you wanted to win this game, which then there is some idea to the thought process of maybe we should have stopped the bleeding a little earlier. Who else could have came in? They were kind of running out of arms. Well, it's, I, I think the thought process would be like maybe you bring in Adovino earlier to stop the bleeding in kind of one of those earlier innings and then maybe you can go to Louise go with a fresh inning or something like that. I I mean it's it's just an idea. It's not perfect at all, but I think when Adovino gives up a run, everything goes to shit. Well, I mean they put Britain in after him, so Yeah, I know, but then the offense like that was like, hey, these are our two guys, go off. Canley's hurting and we're not throwing Chapman, so Right. Um it's fine. Tiger, our, our B, our our B squad pitching is terrible. None of those yep. guys are going to be in the postseason, so we're fine. Our our B squad, I mean, it sucks. You lost to the worst team in baseball when you were up six nothing, but it was our B squad pitching, and they are awful. And you have to understand the reasons why they were in the game. It's true. Oh man, I lost Jake. You back? Yep. Lost you for a second. I had to reconnect. Same. All right. Anything else you got from this game? Like, I, I understand it. It sucks. The Tigers pitching is bad. Edwin Jackson's bad. A lot of home runs. Didi with two home runs, which is good. But, um, you know, it's good. Get him, get going. Use this pitching to get going. And a lot of guys kind of did that. Yeah, it's just uh, I, it's four home runs. The Tigers only had one. The Glaber error was pretty brutal. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of it. That's all. Do we currently have home field advantage? 
Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what Houston has been up to. Yeah, we do. We have 97 wins. Houston has 95. We have 51 losses. Houston has 52. So they're a game back in the loss column. And we're two games up in the win column. So what does... So we have like a game and a half lead? Yeah, depending. I, I know you normally like to go by the losses, but yeah, about. Cool. Yeah, it's good things. All, all worked out. Awesome. Nice. Let's go to game two and three then. The doubleheader. Yankees are great in doubleheaders. Unsung storyline from this season is how good they've been in doubleheaders. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird, weird task. Get a doubleheader in the playoffs. How about it? Here we go. On your mark, Jake. Get on your set. And now, burn. Matthew Oil Can Boyd versus Jay Happ as the Yanks try not to lose themselves in the music. Top one, Luke Voigt. Oh, there goes gravity. Two nothing Yanks as Luke Voigt hits one that's about eight miles. Edwin Encarnacion says, Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? It's 4 nothing Yanks after he goes yard. Happer ran into some trouble in the fifth, but luckily Chad Green was not afraid to take a stand. It's 4-2, to two, top seven. Hey, Judge, I'm your biggest fan. He scores on a pass ball. And then Killa Cam Mabin says, Looks like this is a job for me. This Yanks team would feel empty without me. Two RBI double. Voight is not afraid with another RBI single. And then Didi, these chicks don't even know the name of my band. RBI triple. Heller, Gearin, and Lions also not afraid out of the bullpen. My salsa makes all the pretty girls want to dance and take off their underpants as the Yanks win game one of the doubleheader 10 to 4. 10 to 4, over and out. You try one of those? Game one. What's that? Hey, dude, um, I have something, and you might not like this, but in the, next, in the next burn. Yeah, I hope you have that dude whose name is Turnstable. I'd be say more like terrible. Uh, Turnbull. Yeah, more like terrible. I hope you say that. I had Turnbull joke. Okay, cool. Every oh time, uh, anytime Kenny was saying it, it was like I was thinking, man, it sounds like he's saying terrible. Oh that's man, a- that's terrible. No, that's a terrible, terrible thing. Man, that's crazy. Nice. Pretty, pretty, pretty wild that Flash was on this series, huh? Tigers legend, John Flaherty. Pretty wild that they sent Flash to this series. I was laughing because apparently Flash has this lifetime contract and they're, they figure out ways to put him in. And he's got some Detroit connections, so sure, whatever, Flash. And again, he like... There's one moment of game. I'm like, all right. Like he told that Kirk Gibson story where he's like, Kirk Gibson told him that you're a major leaguer. And that was like the first time John Flaherty believed himself. I was like, "Ah, okay, that's kind of cool. No, it's funny. Kenny loves Detroit. Um, Do you remember there was a game last year? He was just in the stands with his wife. and They like kept cutting to him. No, Um, that's cool. And I, I was trying to picture, I was like, why does Kenny love Detroit? And I don't know. I was just... I was picturing, like, suave 80s Ken Singleton, like, after the game in Detroit, just running the streets. And I was like, I like that Ken Singleton. Kenny was playing in the 80s? I mean, I want to say, like, he was wrapping up by in the 80s, right? Maybe his later years? When I think of him, I think 70s baseball. 
But maybe See, he was 1970 to 84. That's when he ended? 70 yeah. to 84. Wow. Said crazy. That. <laughs> crazy. You cut out. Sorry. You cut in. Um, so this game, Jake, was the Cam Maven yes. show as long as I'm concerned. Two stolen bases, a nice catch in center field. First time playing in forever, right? Because I said he was going to play, and we looked yep. it up, and he hadn't been out there in like a year, two years? Yeah, he, play, he played last year a couple games, um, but he hadn't played this year in center field. And it was like first inning, one of the first at-bats comes his way. Well, uh, no, it's funny, and like this totally wasn't planned, but I'm going to pretend that it was planned. I mean, Cam Maven spent a lot of time in Detroit, so that's a center field he's comfortable with. That's cool. It's a yeah. big center field. Why not? Um, yeah, he, he tracked down that first one. He forgot how many outs there were, <laughs> threw it in. Luckily, Happer got out of it. Otherwise, that'd be a story, but it's, it's, cool, a lot. it's cool, it's cool, It's kind of like what he does. <laughs> like, come on, Cam. Come on, Cam. Uh, dude, Voight, three hits in the big home run. And Romine with three hits. Romine now has three games in a row with multiple hits. And I said in the pregame show, like, I need a double out of him, and he gave me a double. And then oh, a little yeah. bloop. What the hell is Romine doing? It's awesome. It's been one of the best hitters in baseball since mid-June. He's going to go off this next week, and uh, that start Romine in the playoffs crowd is going to get loud. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. if Gary's nicked up. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll be interesting. And then what do you think of Hap? I mean, he was getting some help from the defense. Clint didn't help him. Um, DJ helped him with that jumper. But he was getting through, and then I was like, damn, he's going to have another scoreless outing if he can just get through. And his final line is 4.2 with two earned runs, which isn't a good line. It's not brutal. and dig a hole, but not in the positive, only going four and two-thirds. Um, yeah. And, I, I mean, that ball that Clint went off his glove, I mean, it was a tough play, and this is uh, where the, the, the Clint people get a little uncomfortable because, yes, it was a tough play, but I, if, I that's, was. if that's Maven, Guardy, or Talkman, it's caught. Um, yeah. And that's, that's not a discussion. If it's an MLB outfielder, it's caught. I mean, it's just a running catch. He, he yeah. Like, I mean, we're we're a little spoiled, Jim. I mean, Gardy, Maben, and Talkman are all plus outfielders, so we're a little spoiled by what we consider our average left fielder. He like jogs slowly at it and then lunges and up at the last second instead of just running to the spot and catching it on the run. Like yeah. it, I think if he plays it correctly, it doesn't even look like a special catch. It just looks like he caught it on the run. Instead of like right. that lunge at the end. Whatever. I don't even tweet about it because everyone gets on my case about how much I hate him. He's so bad in the outfield. Even even fly balls he catches, he has happy feet. He dances like Fred Flintstone bowling a bowling ball. It's like, what are we doing out here? He did make a nice catch in left, so uh, up against the wall. But yeah, that does not fun. excuse that, like, John Flaherty called a routine pop-up with drama in his voice. Deep to left... Frazier's going under it, Ed. He's got it. It's a fucking routine pop-up. But John Flaherty's correct. There's drama in those. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, and it's uh, you, you just start playing the game of if this happens, if this happens, if this happens. I mean, if that's caught, that's an out for Hap. He threw 10 pitches after that. If Hap had saved those 10 pitches... I mean, does his line look closer to six innings, two earned runs, or six innings, no earned runs? It's a slippery slope, but um, uh, I don't know. It's uh, I, I think it's 
if it's not clear to you as a Clint fan now the difference of why Maven and Talkman and Guardy were played ahead of him, I mean, you're you're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Edwin homers, and he gets hurt. Ford comes yep. in. And Didi had a, a triple. Voight's homer was a bomb, man. Yeah, that was a shot. That was good. That was his first homer since coming off the DL. I yeah. Good for him. Let's do game two of the doubleheader. Game the three double of header. the series. Nice. On nice your mark. Get set. Burn. Shane Spencer Turnbull, more like terrible, versus Sabingo. Carmingo, CC to Mingo as the Yanks try to sweep the doubleheader. Top one in Judge says Turnbull. How about some Oppo Bull? Two-run shot for the big man to give the Yanks the early lead. A pair of run-scoring doubles each way. It's three to two after four. Top five, gr gr Gregorius. RBI single for the pretty prince of parties. Sabingo was solid. Seven innings, two earned run. Most of the leg work done by Mingo, but whatever. How about a couple assurance runs by Geodude as he rocks one out of the park? Six to two Yanks. Tigers tack on a couple late. Don't care. CC to Mingo to Canely to Chappie. Yanks win 6-4. Take the series 2-3 to three and win both ends of the doubleheader. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. Take the double header. Love it. See, he looked like really good in his first three innings, then completely hit a wall. And I thought the plan was to go three innings. So I was kind of a bit confused by that. But then I listened to Boone's postgame, and he's mentioned that Herman came in the middle of an inning. And he liked how he responded to that. So maybe the plan was more to test out Herman coming in the middle of an inning because they want to prep that a little bit. Yeah, and that that was a little confusing because I I don't know did did you read that before the game that they were only going to do three innings? I think you told me. Oh no, I did not. Um, or you just said it like CC for three, Herman for three. So, I mean, Flaherty came out and said that there was no restrictions on him, which, I mean, there had to be some because he still came out after, what, 56 pitches, something like that. Yeah. I like the Domingo middle inning theory. Um, and, uh, I mean, dude, Mingo looked crazy good. And I, it's it's interesting. Um, Mingo, how many bullets does he end up throwing today? Domingo only throws 50 pitches. So, A, I think we limited Domingo's pitch count, which we've been looking for. And then B, I mean, if you want to do the middle of the inning thing, yeah, I'll buy that a little bit. But I think more importantly attached to that is I think the Yankees want to head into the playoffs with as many options as they can. Um, I, I don't think they have Mingo locked into a starter role. I think they're. I think they feel confident in Mingo if he needs to start. I think they're feeling out if they want to feel confident with him coming out of the bullpen. And maybe they're wondering if they have to do a – a hap or CC for a couple innings if they want to go that route and then go to Mingo. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like the they're keeping a lot of options open. Um, I do think I have said this a couple times. I really haven't ironed out how I think the playoffs are going to go because it's too early, and so these are you know I reserve the right to change my mind like literally the second after I say this. I do think they're going to have Tanaka Paxton one two. And then from there, 
see what the bullpen is like, see if they want to go Savvy Domingo. But I also loved what um, Evan said on Joe and Evan about saving Paxton for the third game because you like him more on the road if Herman is your starter. Now, if right. Sevy comes back and he can go three, and then you go Tanaka one, Sevy plus Chad two, save Paxton for the road, or you save Sevy Chad for the for the three. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of ways to go about it. And and I think they're going to leave it that way for now because I mean you and I could probably do 45 minutes on how the Yanks could line up their rotation because some of the road home stuff is crazy. And yeah, man, it's um, I- I'll say this: you and I normally are glass half full, and this is going to sound very glass half full. But I mean, man, I when you, when you start thinking about Chad Green potentially being able to go three innings, Domingo having. <laughs> a five to seven inning range, depending where you want to throw him. Um, I mean, you just have these unique kind of awesome weapons going into the playoffs that you can either see how a series is going and adapt, or if you need them, break break glass in case of emergency. And that's without mentioning the guys at the back end of that bullpen. So it's, um, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's fun conversation. It's really all you can do on it for now. There's a lot more. Uh, what happened at the end, Jake? I couldn't watch when Chapman came in. I was uh, indisposed, and he 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 struggled a little before getting the final out. Uh, he gave up a hit. Um, I I don't know. He he was Chapman. Nothing nothing to write home about. I mean, uh, Canely had a little bit of struggles, and he he punched a the bubble gum container or something, which with his yeah. newly found arthritic hand. Boone um, was not I, happy about that. The trainer had to look at him. Meredith was like, is that something that maybe you want to talk to him about because he's so valuable? And Boone, Boone just said, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, especially, I mean, just imagine that feeling. You're Aaron Boone. You watched, I mean, Hap goes on the flight back to New York. I mean, maybe Edwin just didn't want to go Toronto and he knew Hap already had a flight booked. So he's like, coach, I sneezed. My side hurts a little. Yeah, I got to get back to New York. I was coughing from my cigar I just had. Wait, what'd you just say? Yeah. <laughs> you just, you yeah. just had a stogie? Um, I got but some no. people in Toronto that I can't see. I thought I got away from them. <laughs> it's like the replacements. He's got some bookies in the crowd in Toronto. He's got to dodge them. Coach, I'm going to be real with you. I don't have a passport. I owe some people money in Toronto, and the last time we went there, I almost got my ass got. I'm not going to Toronto. Um, so my oblique hurts. But... But picture your Aaron Boone. Hap's already got a plane set going back to New York because he's got something going on. Edwin gets hurt. Gary gets hurt. And so you're here. You're playing the hapless Tigers. Well, literally hapless, huh? And then you you might have Tommy Canely, who's been such an incredible weapon for your team this season, <laughs> might get hurt punching the bubblegum container. Yeah, dude. I would be pissed too. Yeah. Don't do that, Tommy. We like Can't how we like how psycho you are, but don't hurt yourself. We need you, man. We need you out here. Anything else you want to talk about from this game? I mean, Herman was the big story. Canley was bad again. Uh, it's like two outings in a row without a changeup from Canley. Really, it's like kind of flat. Wonder if it's a tendonitis yeah. or whatever. And yeah, you wonder if there's actually something there. I feel like the last time his changeup was flat, he pitched the next day and it was dirty. Yeah, I think um, so. 
So so maybe it's kind of a rest usage thing. I I don't know. That's that's a random guess. Uh, the Gary caught stealing, kind of funny. Um, oh, if anyone doesn't the know, only- they weren't holding Gary on, so Boone gave right. him the do whatever you want sign. And yeah, she shouldn't have stole. Obviously, Boone yeah. shouldn't give him the do whatever you want sign. Um, because if I'm Gary there, I'm like, well, I want to steal, man. That's fun. Yeah, I'm it's Detroit. Second base. It's Detroit. <laughs> Nothing matters. They're not holding me on. I'm going to get a running start just like Cameron Maben got, and I'm going to free steal. Done. Yeah. And um, so I, I would blame Boom for allowing that. Like, you squat all game. You have groin issues. Like, people tweet yeah. me all the time, like, Gary's so lazy, you didn't run that out. Fuckers, I don't want Gary running shit out. Like, yeah. I don't need him stretching a single to a double in September when we have a whatever lead, you know? Health's more important. So I, I put it on Boone. I mean, you can put it on Gary, too, but coach gives yeah, me the it, you can steal sign. I'm probably stealing. Oh, I'm going. Um, yeah, Jim, the only other thing that I, it, it semi-looms bigger than it was slash, I mean, the inning would go differently because they, they would have went to Chapman, but Urshela with a big two-run homer, um, another 400-plus homer in the ninth to make it a 6-2 game. Um, again, the low-key big, and he's just insane. Love that guy. He's got so much power. Well, he just started swinging harder, Jake. Yeah, the, the Marcus Tim's way. Swing hard. Best hitting coach in the game. It's just so crazy. Like, Urshela, when it started, it was like, okay, he's flicking balls to right. He looks pretty good. And now it's like, oh, he's also got this crazy power if you throw it in his wheelhouse. Okay, cool. Let's try that. I, I could I could use some of that. Jake, you know what time it is? Is it time for awards? Awards! They're brought to you by... Instinct dog training. If you've been listening to Talking Yanks, you are familiar with Instinct dog training. Want to know why? Because we've been reading ads because they're awesome and they said we love what you're doing and we want to be part of it and support you guys and we like dogs and Jake likes dogs and I like a couple dogs, most dogs. They are veterinarian recommended trainers. They help with obedience, manners, and behavior issues like fear, aggression, and anxiety. So you can relax and let the dogs play. What's Noodle doing behind you as we do this? Noodle. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is uh, this is pretty timely. So it looks like he's I, peeing. I have, to be honest, it looks like dog, your dog's It looks like my couch. dog's peeing right behind me. I'll, the Patreon who are watching are getting a real treat. Hey, Noodle. What's up? Oh, he just laid down right behind me. It's actually super cute. Um, not sure how this camera works. Uh, but yeah, he was doing something you don't want your dog doing. He was climbing all over the place. Um, it looked like he was trying to jump from the couch to his crate. Um, he could use a little training. I'll be honest. You send him to the instinct dog training. The only problem is Jake, you live in Denver and their training facilities are in Manhattan and Bergen County and they offer positive reinforcement, not negative reinforcement. The way I was raised, man. Wow. Mm. Wow. If I said a bad word. My mom used to, oh, you don't even want to know, man. You don't even want to know. Well, I mean, let us know for just one example. Oh, cigar right to the eyeball, the open eyeball. Why do you think it always looks like I'm crying in my post games? Cigarette up the nostril. My mom, man, brutal stuff. We started the show. You said, I wouldn't embarrass my mom on the podcast. And then you just said she put cigars out on you. 
Oh, uh, well, I was talking about a different mom. Oh, that was the other mom. So, my friend whose nickname was Mom, shut up about it. <laughs> so, go to instinctdogtraining.com. Use code TALKINGYANKS when booking to receive 10% off board and train or get some private lessons. Instinct Dog Training Awards. I get to go first, and I'm excited about it. There's not that many series left, guys. After this, there's only five left. Five episodes of awards and burns. Man, oh, man, it's a sad state. But it's exciting. It's exciting. Okay. Jake, my pride of the Yankees is Didi Gregorius. Damn. Were you going to take him? Damn, yeah, I was thinking about it. Didi hasn't had a pride since the Twin Series. That crazy twin series. Yeah, when Dude, the wall the wall kept molding itself to his fly balls. Yeah. Yo, Didi had four hits, okay? Two of them were home runs, and the other two were triples. It's fun. Total bases. I'm not a math guy, but it's four plus four is eight plus six is 14. All over it. Four hits, 14 total bases. He had the most played appearances on the team this uh, this series. He didn't get hurt, and he played a lot, and I think they want to get him going. And, dude, the ball just still, like, it jumps off his bat. I love it. He also, in one of his at-bats that did not result in a base hit, and there's a lot of runners on base. It was in game three. He put up a hell of a battle. He fouled off a bunch. I don't know the actual numbers, but I was watching. I was like, damn, Didi's putting together a hell of an at-bat. Didn't, the result wasn't great. But I liked what I saw at Didi today, and, or this weekend, or this week, whatever the hell it is. Keep going. Four hits, 14 total bases. Not bad, huh? You know what, Jake? That's not, that's not bad. And this is the first award we do on this show, and it's... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. And mine's Didi Gregorius. It's a good award. Um, Jim, and I, I think it's funny. There's obviously, if you want to find a debate online, you always can, and there's a lot around Didi or Shell, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we did some good stuff on Sharp Stats around it too, but uh, Didi, man, it's kind of funny. So, A, he jumps in in the middle of the season after a pretty significant injury, right? Um, Jimmy, I, I mean, he's on pace. If, if he was going to play 140 games this year, He's hitting homers at a 30 home run pace. It's not like he's not hitting. Um, and he did have a slow start. So I, I don't know. I, I think we've done this a little bit. We Didi at short is a step above Glaber against a righty. He can break up the lefties. I know some people don't like him third. And if he's not hot, like I'm on your team, I'm hoping he gets hot and uh, he can ride it out a little bit. But, uh, yeah, man, when, when Didi's right, he, he puts together a good at-bat in that lineup. Yeah, and he's fun. I like him. We share a birthday. He's fun. You guys share a birthday. Who's your pride of the Yankees? My pride of the Yankees? Jim, that was a great pride. That was one of your best prides in a while. Um, that was really yeah, well, good you stuff, said, man. You said that last week when I gave Chad the pride as well, so you're, you're, I'm doing real good things, according to you. Yeah, you are, man. I'm I'm proud of you every day. Do you know that? Okay. Who's your pride? It's got to be Ryan Dull. No. Um, Jimmy, my pride. Uh, I'm between two guys. I'm between two guys. Oh, that's your dream, Jake. 
Um, how about Luke Voigt? I'll, I'll give it to Luke. Oh, sneeze attack. Can't believe it. Oh, can't believe it. Oh, I can't believe it. Okay, cool. Luke Voigt gets it. When you said sneeze attack, what happened there? That's how I'm, I was allergic to what you said. So I got a sneeze attack. Okay. Um, well, Jim, another guy that there's been a lot of discussion around on the on the internets, Luke Luke Voigt. Um, I even saw a tweet come over today, which, and I won't give it too much merit, and I don't want to, I won't embarrass them, but picture the craziest person you see, you know, just rolling around in a supermarket. They could be online with a Twitter. Anyways, I, I saw someone suggest today, Jim, that we put Mike Ford on the playoff roster over Luke Voigt because he's a lefty. Um, oh. Well, Luke Voigt is a guy that when he's right, he, we, we were laughing like there was times when he's carried this offense. He was hitting in that judge two hole for a while when judge was out. Um, and we did we did an awesome thing on sharp stats on Luke Voigt. I think you and I were both. There's so many fun and interesting numbers around Louis V right now. Um, but the thing that was missing was the power. And he hits that bomb to center. I think they said it was over 440. Um, would have been gone at the old Tiger Stadium. All the sports writers were having fun with that. But uh, Luke looked good, Jim, and I know something that's big for you. Um, b- besides his series stats, he he ended up going four for nine, four runs, three RBI, the big home run. Jim, the thing that's big for you, after he hit that home run, he was having fun. Yeah, he was so happy. He was so happy. What you just put in your mouth? Jake's been sneaking snacks in the middle of episodes lately, and it's so calculated. Like, you say something, and then as soon as I talk, you fill your mouth up, and then you just yeah. chew rapidly. <laughs> yeah. It's Blue Chew. They're done. No more ads for Blue Chew. That wasn't an ad. Oh, wow. Did you use, did you use the code? I have not. I have it written down, though. Nice. Okay, cool. Cool. Um... Luke Voigt, good signs, 500 on base percentage in 10 plate appearances. The home run was awesome, and he needed it, and the having fun was even more important. So, good job. I, uh, after he hit the home run and he was doing all the silly stuff, I, I thought of you, man. How about that? Thanks. That's, that's really good. Nice That's of you. cute. I didn't even think of me. Damn. But I, I never do. Okay. Okay. Who's your motherfucker? Regular old award? Who, the next award we do is... You Yankee Ooh. motherfucker. <sighs> this is either going to be ugly or quick. <laughs> Maybe a little both. <laughs> I mean... I'm not giving it to anyone offensively. Okay. Um, The only one that had a batting average under 200 was... Oh, two people, Gary and Clint. Clint, whatever, Clint's bad. Um, I'm going to do it quick. I want to keep good mojo going. Chance Adams, you're laughably okay. bad. My friend Jake, his quote was, you're laughably bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, whatever. People, whatever. It's quick. It's a quick thing. I've said everything yeah. I'll ever say about Chance Adams. Yeah, and Jim, I I think I'm I'm gonna go similar niche because we did lose a six nothing game against the worst team in baseball. I'm gonna go Corey Gearin. Um, 
You thought his name you thought his name was Cody up until today. It's Corey. Um Jim, they were treating him the the Yanks and Boone were treating Gearin like he was kind of between Chad and Sessa almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is not in that tier. <laughs> um so it's it's I guess it's a little unfair. It's a little uh just bad award, but Corey Gearin, man, I don't know. The toe tap incident that's a is that, is that his second mf'er? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I know you gave him one after the initial. Yeah, initial I gave him one. Tap. I gave him one back then. It was like the worst part of the Mariner series. So yeah, he's been around for one, two, three, four, five series, and he's gotten two mf'ers. That's tough. I don't like him. He he earned them. To be fair, it's true. Um, okay, well, my first award, Jake, is an award that you've given out before. Yes. Uh, but with a little different spin on it. Okay. Um, it is the uh, Jake Missed Me for Pride of the Yankees Award. Ooh. I you know did. who it's going to. You I, do? I, I, th- I think I was going to give this person the Shafted Award. Why? Because you like their shaft? Because they got shafted in awards. Oh, interesting, Jake. Um, Jake, it's Domingo Herman. Yeah. What was it called? Jake missed you for pride. The shafted award. I mean, you love Domingo Herman. I love Mingo. You're a known Mingo stan. See how crazy his hair looked in the post game? I don't think you did. It was awesome. I did not. I'm very interested. It was cool looking. It was like a cartoon from like Hey Arnold type hair. It was like, wow. There's a lot of I've seen a little bit of that. I know what you're talking about, but I'll like, have to see today. A lot of bumps and stuff and it's all yeah. over. It's cool. Uh, do you do it or is that just your hair? I don't I don't know what I'm trying to figure out. Right. What he what he come in and throw? He came in at the middle of the inning, which Boone was impressed by, so I think it's a little bit of a test. Four innings pitch, two hits, curveball looked nasty, five strikeouts in the four innings. And the whole conversation we had earlier is like how many options we have. Right. Because he can do this. It's really fun. And uh, I think he was the most impre- impressive pitcher this series, which wasn't the hardest task to do with bad bullpen hap. And then CC and him, but he was. So I'm giving him the Jake missed me for Pride of the Yankees award. His record improved to 18 and four today, James. And I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is a little off off the beaten path, a little too much. Um, but when it comes when it comes down to personalities and stuff, Jim, you mentioned, and I. I, I think after seeing him today, like just seeing him as a weapon, it's like, okay, yeah, having that door open is pretty cool. But you and I, I mean, even as of yesterday, we were pretty firm on like, yo, just give Mingo the start. Because if you start Happ and CeCe and they give up three runs, you're going to be pissed at yourself, right? Yeah. Um, but it it is nice having the option if we need it, um, whether you want to open with Chad or whatever it ends up looking like by the time the playoffs are here. Jim, the quote from him when it got announced that CC was going to open and Domingo was going to follow him, he was just like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to do it for the team. And you know, I've, I've come out of the bullpen before I can do it again. 
And Jim, think about if you're a young MLB pitcher who won 17 games at that point for the New York Yankees. You're 17 and four. You've got lights out stuff. I mean, you you can make a firm argument that you're the ace on this team right now, and they tell you, hey, you got to go follow CC out of the bullpen. There's a lot of guys in baseball that would not have reacted very well to that. And Domingo just said, yeah, I'm good. I've come out of the pen before. Yeah, and I mean, good clubhouse culture builds that shit. What, you, like what is him. your first award? So he got the shafted award, or what are we calling it? Jake missed me for Pride of the Yankees. Ooh. That's a... I mean, that's a, th- you, that's a tough one. You gave the Jimmy missed me to Pride of the Yankees to Gio once. That's a tough award, my friend. Um, okay, my first award, Jim. Yeah. Is the You Can Walk Award. Oh, wow. Oh. You Can Walk Award. Blue Chew, dog training. You're taking it, you're giving it to bravik valera because you saw him in the dugout and you're like dude just take a walk get out of here brainless. love vicky v brainless bravik <laughs> that's tough good nickname though yeah <laughs> that's a good nickname uh jim and i'll i'll let you reenact a couple of the words if you want to because i know it's it's one of your favorite scenes in movie history but in talladega nights when ricky bobby thinks he's paralyzed oh yeah and they give him the <laughs> snap out of it, idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was tough. It's my favorite. It was tough. Oh, tough love? Tough love it is. Wake up, idiot. You're not paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can walk. <laughs> um, Everyone likes then, the other line that's terrible. Um, what is it? I love when they start putting silverware in his leg, and he goes, oh, now there's two knives. Oh, everyone loves the don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby, which is so cookie cutter. Right. And the tough love, wake up, idiot. (laughs) It's good. Super Um, So, Jim, now knowing that, if you want to guess, I I think you'd get it. Um, No. We talked about it on the pregame show. No, I don't know. Tyler Wade. Glaber. Oh. That error in game one, man, and you you actually summed it up really well. It's that this Glaber, Glaber, hashtag Glaber culture of he's 22 and he's just a kid and, you know, a lot of his errors are mental. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) a lot of his errors are mental. Yeah, it's not an excuse Um, anymore. Last year it was an excuse, and even I was like, hey, he can fix those. They're mental, like. They're not physical errors. Well, dude, he's, there's a lot of them. And they're, it's not an excuse anymore. It's the problem now. And you, you can see by Puppy Dog Glaber's face that he, he does feel it after it happens. But And, you know, again, I mean, was this game one of, of a Detroit series where they had a big lead? Yeah, and that's kind of the time that you'd let your guard down. I get that. And at the same time, there is something to... Um, and I, I, I referenced this when we talked about it on the pregame show was that with Gary, when people were mad at Gary's blocking skills, which by the way, he was hurt. Um, you know, it, we tend to focus on what a player can't do when they're special. Like, Oh, Gary Sanchez, (laughs) he's the fastest AL player ever to a hundred home runs. Yeah, but he can't block sometimes. And it's like, okay, well, let's, let's not get lost in that. And Glaber, I mean, there's a little bit of that. 
But you're right. I mean, we've seen these semi-regularly where it's it's clearly mental. It's not physical. And at a certain point, especially with what this team wants to do, Jim, it, you know, if this happens in the playoffs, like it's on like we're the fools. <laughs> like like we, you know, you do it in the in the first game of Detroit and it doesn't hurt you, but if it comes up later, I mean, that's on you for not being able to lock in during some of these regular season games and making a mental mistake. So it's a, it's a little tough love for my guy. Obviously love him. Um, but I mean, I mean, some of them are like, it's, it's crossing mental and it's almost entering like lazy. Is that, I know that's a, a word we can't throw around in Yankee country. Yeah. You can't throw around lazy, it's just mental lapses and, and they're adding up and we're getting farther and farther away from it being acceptable. My next award is um, the Dirt Face Killer. The Dirt Face Killer. Wow, this could really be anyone, but... <laughs> it can only be one person. It's only one person. Who do you think it is? It's Romy, my homie, man. You think he would be upset by that name? Ooh, I think if you were... His friend, I think he'd be like, yo, that's good. I think from the outside, he'd be like, what's up, dude? As any, I don't think he'd like it at all. I think he'd be pretty mad if he heard this, and I apologize. But what do you think that is, that spot on his face? It's like a mole, right? No, it's way too big. It's like a birthmark. Yeah, birthmark, mole, something in that area. Those are way too different things. But... Austin Romine, you did the stats today. Yeah. They're very impressive. In his last 28 games, he's got a 966 OPS with a 384 on base percentage. And that does not include what he did today in the double header when he had three hits and a walk again. What's he doing? It's crazy. Jim, he's, he's raking. Um, he's absolutely raking in a... Man, Gary getting nicked up. Um, I, well, this award's turned slightly rude with the, talking about his face and and where I land. But um, I, I mean, he's probably going to play every other day with Higgy. We we kind of saw that before when when it was Romine and Higgy. Romine has a chance, man, to earn himself a little bit of coin and a shot. I I gave him my mockumentary NL All Star award earlier this year. But, Jim, his numbers since the middle of June are no joke. And, obviously, he hasn't been playing every day and the sample's smaller, but it's over 100 at-bats, which is significant for a lot of the analytical stuff in baseball. And, Jim, I mean, if he puts together a couple weeks here, he's going to end up with some of, like, the more solid hitting catcher stats around the league before he enters a potential free agency. So, um, excited for Austin. Hopefully he puts it together for another two weeks because his numbers are going to look, like, good. Yeah, it's kind of wild, huh? It's nuts, man. He, um, Jim, I don't, I don't want to make you dig through the awards, but I think it was uh, the, the White Sox series... Or, or maybe the Mets series before that, or or I think it was the end of Cleveland. I just named three series, Jake. Um, 
I was worried about Romine because we're trying to build this perfect team, and like Romine was clearly struggling. His batting average was down under. Um, it was under 200 at one point. It was 196 um, June 14th. And, I mean, since then he's been absolutely raking, and his batting average now sits at um, after the game today. Do, 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 do. He's hitting 284 <laughs> um, with some, like, really good peripherals around it. So good for Roro. You gave him the Aaron Rodgers Award, the Here's Johnny Award, and the ASAP Rocky Award and the Introvert Extrovert Award. And those are all the awards you've given him. Did you see he's starting open now? No. Like he's starting open and then he's finishing closed, but wild what goes on in the cages. I think Marcus Timms told him swing hard. Ah, dude, it's really good advice. It's really I need good that. Advice. Who's your final award? Ben had that. Uh... My final award is, and Jim, I, I was going to target this at you, but I'll target it at us. Actually, no. Actually, yes, Jim. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to give the the Talking Yanks boys dodged me for the mf award. Wow. That's a lot of typing for me to do. Talking Yank boys. You can abbreviate it to TY if you want. Did that. Dodged me. For the mf -er. Okay. Uh, man. Clint? It's Clint. Nestor? I don't want to talk Clint. about Clint. You and can that's say exactly, what you have to say. That's exactly why, Jimmy. You and I have somewhat tiptoed around Clint because we came off as Clint haters for stating a lot of stuff that's facts. I mean, yes, neither of us are swagoo guys, so we, we don't get into the shoe stuff, I guess. But... I mean, it's it's been shown at this point. If you were someone that was barking on the internet saying like, well, he's a left fielder, that's why he struggled in right field. No. Um, it, he's, he's had struggles in the outfield. I, I do think he's working on it. I think he's making slight improvements. But, uh, Jim, when a fly ball comes at him, and you mentioned he gets his stutter stutter step feet going. Trungle toes. That, if if you've I think I said this a while back, I haven't said it in a while. If you've ever lost a ball in the sun and your heart starts beating for that one for that second and you're like, oh crap. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Hope I can find it. That's Clint with like every fly ball. And it's um it it's tough and you know, it it just bottom line, like his bat can be special. If it's not, he's almost not helping you in any other aspect of the game. And so I, I think, Jim, you and I, I'll, I'll be honest, we twinkle toes it around it a little bit because a lot of times it's the sh same spiel um, and people think we're Clint haters, but I, I think we're just, we're just pretty honest about it. I mean, I, I want the dude to be successful. I want him to grow. Um, and I, I think the Yanks and them are working on mending that relationship from where it was in that crazy Blue Jays series where he told off the media. Um, and I'm rooting for the kid, but I, I, if you can't see it, like we can't help you at this point. Yeah, whatever. I was calling out how bad he was as an outfielder before I even knew I disliked his personality. Uh, right. There's nothing about that. In 2017, we were recording Talking Yanks when Clint was doing his first up, and I was like, man, he is incredibly shaky in the outfield. The and throws were bizarre. There's still people out there that are saying, um... It was one bad game. We didn't talk to the media. It's like you are 
So out of your element. Whatever. He's not part of the future of this team. I, I doubt he's on the playoff roster, and unless there's more injuries. So hey, yeah, enough. knock on wood if you're with me, man. Can't put Clint in the outfield in in uh, in the playoffs. Absolutely no. cannot do it. No, but we're. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're an injury injury and a half away or so from him being like our left-handed DH in a playoff game. That's true. That is true. I do think they'd go Voight, DH, DJ at first, Geo at third, DD at short, and um, Glaber at second, which isn't even that bad. Yeah. No, it's great. Right? And then Mabin in left with Gardner in center, or Stanton in left, Gardner in center, Judge in right. Like, if Edwin's hurt, that's still pretty good, man. Yeah. I know know Edwin's huge. But listen to what we just said. If Edwin's hurt, Voight's the DH, DJ plays first, Glaber's at second, Didi's at short, Geo's at third, Stanton's in left slash Maven if Stanton doesn't come back, Gardner is in center, and Judge is in right. If Edwin's hurt, and Edwin's huge, and I don't want him to be hurt, but like, let's not act like we're left with, with dirt. Jim, did you see my inter, inter-squad scrimmage lineups the other day? I did. I, for, I forget forget them someone oh. tagged me on instagram and they had that and they're like which one are you taking and the way they did it was like terrible i was like so oh easy. dude you should have seen me you you know how my brain works pretty well but i started off i did like every other position gets first pick of the draft at that position but there's a couple outliers like gary judge um there we you were one middle infielder short with kind like tyro basically um but dude it's crazy i mean there's two there's two playoff lineups that you could roll out at a certain time. Um, oh, I'm taking like, n- team one. Gary, Ford, DJ, Tyro, Urshela, Talkman, Hicks, Stan, Edwin. It's tough because I don't have Glaber or Judge, but... Guardy? Yeah, that but... That team's I got mean, heart. It's, it's, Hicks over, it's Hicks over Guardy. That's fine. Um, Sir Didi? You got Gary over Romine, easy. Ford and Voigt, Voigt's winning that. DJ over Glaber. Urshela over Andujart, easy. Talkman over Mabin. Hicks over Gardy. Stan, when he's right, is Judge. Edwin over Clint. So I'm team one easily there. Okay. Which one are you? It's a toss-up, man. That, that was my goal, and I, I got a lot of responses that way. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right, that ends this uh, one. It's crazy. Thank you guys for listening. Um, The event that we're hosting on the 17th is officially Severino starting it, and Stan may be back for it. So if you want to have all-you-can-drink beers, all-you-can-eat food, pregame in the center field deck, and then I'll sit in the same section with a bunch of Talking Yanks crew, head to shop.talkingyanks.com, look it up. And uh, get some tickets. You get a shirt, too. And if you're the first 50 there, I got pins that I'm going to give out. Because I got, suckered in, I got suckered into buying pins. Uh, Pin watch. Because they were a good deal. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. All right. Who's up next series? Blue Jays, Paxton, Tanaka, Montgomery? Monty. Yeah. Let's do it. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. 